0: Coming up on today's Finding Peace Within podcast, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. But how many of us find it easier to love thy neighbor more than it is to love thyself? So get your pen and your pad as we continue to take this journey to finding peace within together. Hello and welcome back to Finding Peace Within. I am your host, Lisa L. Dalton. If this is your first time visiting Finding Peace Within, welcome. And if you are a repeat guest, welcome back. Finding Peace Within was created to help you find your authentic self through spiritual awareness. And how do we do that? Well, we do it by studying the Word of God being honest with who we are and making the changes we need to make in order to have peace within our souls if you would like to connect with me on social media you can find me on facebook at lisa Wilson dalton you can find me on twitter at i am lisa dalton Instagram, Dalton.Lisa and LinkedIn, Lisa L. Dalton. I'm going to say again, get your pens and your pads as we continue to take this journey to finding peace within together. Hello everyone. Welcome back to Finding Peace Within. Thank you once again for tuning in to the podcast. As always, um, there are so many podcasts out here that you could be listening to, but you took the time to listen to me and what the Lord has given me to share with you today. Uh, before we move forward in our lesson today, I want to give a shout out again to my husband Stephen Dalton and the Leviticus Singers of Charlotte. We have um we've been on a on a, a streak, if you want to say it that way. Our song, God is Love, has been um, number one for five weeks now on the BBS radio billboards. And we give God all the glory and all the honor for that. If you haven't gotten the single, you can go to all of your music media outlets and get the single. Download it, uh, listen to it, put it a part of your worship Um, music and your streaming songs that you play throughout the day I do I listen to it every day and I know it's a song that I'm on but it is a part of my music that I listen to um, throughout the day again there is a video that we did to go with the the single Um, the video gives you a real visual of what the song is saying and what God has given my husband um, in the visual part of the song you can go to YouTube and type in goddess love Stephen dalton and you'll find it right there it's not long so i know our attention spans are short nowadays but um regardless you'll be blessed by both the song and the video so congratulations to my husband Stephen dalton and the leviticus singers of charlotte Another thing I want to uh, mention, I know we've been on high alert with the coronavirus that has been going on, but remember those of us that are believers, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of peace, love, and a sound mind. So be cautious in all, but don't walk in fear and don't operate in fear. Um, As of lately, I've been having conversations with, um, I won't see a lot of people, but enough for me to um, pray about this situation and to address it because if you know, two or three people are going through a certain situation, more than likely there are so many more that are going through it. But when we, um, we play the victim in certain sick in certain circumstances, we forget to look at the part that we play and what's happening in our lives. You know, life is about choices. Even, um, you know, Jesus said, choose, life or death, you know, so we have choices. And one thing that my husband and I say all the time to our sons, um, life has consequences and choices has consequences, but did we count up the cost when we made a decision? So in today's lesson, I want to um, talk about overcoming the spirit of, uh, a victim mentality, And how to break out of that victim mentality. There are 10. But in this lesson I'm only going to share 5. And next week I'll share the other 5. So get your pens and your pads. If this is an area that you're still struggling with. I want you to take notes of what you need to do. To be whole. And stop being the victim. Shall we open in prayer. Lord, we thank you for this day. We honor your name. We praise you, oh God, for who you are in our lives. We just thank you for life, help, and strength. We thank you for giving us the courage to stand in our truth. We thank you for giving us the courage to stand true to who you are. We thank you for giving us the faith in you, knowing that you have given us the power to overcome all things. And we know in your word that you said it, above all, you wish that we would be in good health, that our soul shall prosper and that our minds shall prosper. And you want us to be in good health, even as our soul prosper. So today, Lord, as we go into this lesson, that we ask that you open our hearts and our minds to receive that which you have prepared and allow us to own up to our own stuff and realize that that we play a big part in what happens in our life's experiences. We ask that you be with all of the bereaved, all of the hurting, all of the ones that are in the hospital recovering from surgeries. We ask that you wake up the ones that are in comas. Lord, you are a healer by your stripes. We are already healed. We're believing it. We ask that you touch the mind of those that are dealing with um, mental challenges, who have thoughts of suicide. We ask that you go right there, right now, Lord Jesus, and allow your Holy Spirit just to take control of their mind, because we are renewed. We, we By the Word of God, we're renewed in our mind. We are renewed in our mind. And everything starts in the battlefield of the mind. So today, we speak peace. Everyone that's listening to this podcast, we speak peace in their lives. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen, and amen. So today, again, we're going to talk about overcoming um, the spirit of victim mentality. Um, One thing I do know, as we think and do things on our own, we a lot of times we really don't own up to our own part in a situation. There have been times when I, you know, before I started to, do my spiritual work I didn't take responsibility for my part I know in my first two failed marriages I didn't take responsibility in uh, what I played in the, the downfall of its demise um, but today I, I take ownership for the parts that I played and also in um, in losing my job I took responsibility you know I think it's been man what 10 years ago um, I took responsibility of my part in that. I'm um, not only that in, in my marriage. I've taken responsibility of some of the times when things weren't going right and the house wasn't as peaceful as it is today. I've taken responsibility, but I had to tell myself the truth about what was really going on with Lisa and why things were happening to Lisa, not putting it on, on someone else. But today we're going to go, I'm going to share five with you today. There are 10, but I'm only going to share five with you today. And next week we'll do the next five. So you don't need to wait for someone else to release you from your prison. You can release yourself from the chains of victimhood. Yourself. A lot of times we go and we ask for help and there's again there's nothing wrong with going and asking for help. But when you go and ask for help, I'll call someone and asking for advice. Be open to and ready to receive what it is that person has to give you. And a lot of times it's stuff that you don't even want to hear. Because when you're close to someone and you are observing, my husband says it's all it's The time to me he um he watches patterns and i've learned that from him to watch patterns before we start calling people out because if it's one time two times but when it becomes three four five times there is a pattern there and you have to identify why do i continue to walk down this road what am i doing wrong what is it about me that um that i'm doing that keeps me going down the same road and getting the same results Number one, we're going to stop blaming others. That's the first thing we got to do. Blaming others may provide a temporary relief from our pain, but in the long run, it will only lead us to feeling powerless and hopelessness. Now, here is something that I believe we can do to help that. And that is looking at ourselves in the mirror and asking ourselves regardless of how it feels what is my role in this situation right in most cases you'll see that you have the power to control your responses i went to see um there's the movie mr rogers uh, with a one of my church members my friend we watched it together we actually downloaded it from youtube it was like four dollars and 99 cent much cheaper than going to the movies Mm -hmm. And, um, and, and God, I'm sorry. I got distracted. It's much cheaper than going to the movies. But anyway, watch Dr. Um, Mr. Rogers and in the movie, he talks about, let me see. I lost my train of thought here. See, this is what happens when you have your cell phone on. Oh, what role are you playing in this situation? In in there was an episode when Dr. I can call him doctor Mr. Rogers was speaking with um a man who was there to to interview him but it turned out that Mr. Rogers actually helped him uh, during the interviewing but Mr. Rogers asked him about his childhood because he could see the sadness in his eyes but he he kept blaming his dad for his pain because he he um he loved his mom and he and his sister, he had an affair and that really hurt him, but he had been carrying that pain around for so long. He did not want to take responsibility in his own actions. There are choices. And he said, we should make um, choices that will not create anxiety for ourselves. We need to make decisions when we're in a place a place of madness a place of sadness we need to respond instead of reacting and that's something a lot of us probably don't take time to do is to respond most of us just react so what does the bible say about um take stop blaming others for what we do Proverbs 28 and 13 says, whoever conceals their sins does not prosper, but the one who confesses and renounces them finds mercy. So what, what is that saying to us right here? It's saying that when you conceal lies and you don't tell the truth about things, you won't prosper. But when you confess and renounce things you find mercy God's his mercies are new every morning therefore we have to confess what we've done so when you don't confess what you've done you're basically operating in sin and you won't get mercy so you have to first admit your part so God can give you mercy and you can get mercy from the one that you offended That's something else we need to think about when we don't ask for forgiveness and take ownership for what we've done. Say, hey, I'm sorry I was running off at the mouth. I can see why you responded that way to me. You know, so please forgive me. And we will find mercy in that. Also in Galatians six and five, it says for each will have to bear his own load, which means we have to take responsibility for our own part. What part did you play in this going south? (laughs) So don't just blame the other person and feel like they did something to you. You did something to yourself. Number two, be compassionate to yourself. Matthew 22 and 22. 22 36 through 40 i'm going to read those um four verses master which is the great commandment in the law and this is on um, the disciples asking jesus jesus said unto him thou shalt love the lord thy god with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind this is the first and great commandment and the second is like it like unto it thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself But how many of us find it easier to love thy neighbor more than it is to love thyself? Mm Mm-hmm. Selah. (laughs) Think about that. Because we take for granted that we are loving ourselves and doing right by ourselves. But when you don't spend time quietly with yourself, you don't know how you are treating yourself. What you portray on the outside is often in a um, reflection to what's going on on the inside. And a lot of times, especially with this, um, the fake world that we live in. And the reality TV show world that we live in. A lot of us, and there's nothing wrong with, I always say present your best self to the world. But if your best self today is 50%, you present the best 50% that you have. But when we walk around with fake everything on fake hair fake lashes fake nails you know whatever we need to do to look pretty when we walk out our door but our hearts and our souls are just so broken man we're not walking in our authentic selves again it's easy for us to focus on loving thy neighbor and there's nothing that's what the word said love thy neighbor as thyself but how you treat people is a reflection of how you're treating yourself. Now, you can change the voices. You can change how the enemy is talking to you and telling you how you should be treating yourself. you got to begin by putting yourself around people that's going to speak life into you. If you don't have the capability to speak life into yourself right now, you need to be around people that's going to celebrate you and let you know that you are worthy of love. Um, self-loathing and betraying and the assumption that you don't deserve love is from the enemy that is straight from that's straight from hell because God doesn't want us living bound and he doesn't want us going around spreading hate and deceit and pain to people that we meet so you know RuPaul has to say how can you love somebody when you don't even love yourself so it, it first starts with self-love and I'm not talking about being selfish but taking care of yourself it says do you not know that your body is not your own that we belong to Christ and so when we walk out we represent him but we also have to remember we have to confess it we have to own up to it and then we have to start the process of healing so number one was Stop blaming others, and take responsibility for yourself. Proverbs 28 and 13. Number two, be compassionate to yourself. Matthew 22:39. Love thy neighbor as you love yourself. Number three, how do you stop being the victim or playing the victim and getting over the spirit of victim of a victim mentality? practice gratitude i think that's another area that we struggle in and that's just um being thankful being grateful and being grateful for who we are as you know as yourself uh we wear gratitude like a cloak and it will feed every corner of your life that's rummy that's what he said. We wear gratitude like a cloak, like a coat, and we feed every corner of it in our lives. When we are grateful for what God has done, um, it is practically impossible to feel like a victim when you're feeling grateful. I know in the scriptures, first Thessalonians 5 and 18, it says, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. So when we give thanks in all situations, Paul said, I've learned how to be content in all situations and whatever situation I'm in, I've learned to be content in that. And that's hard to do sometimes when we haven't faced the fact that we brought on some of this of this pain some of this pain we brought on ourselves i cannot be mad at no one else when i continue to put myself in bad situations i cannot be mad at no one else when i continue to make bad decisions whether it's relationships jobs or going down the wrong road or what whatever the case may be you know for me there are
1: <laughs>
0: i'm not doing that now because i'm aware of the pain and i understand the consequences. But when I was younger and foolish and I didn't have the wisdom that I have today and I was making some crazy decisions, <laughs> I'm just saying, making some crazy decisions, um, the spiritual um, traditions that teaches us um, in, in the most difficult situations, we can find things to be grateful for. Yes, you can find Things to be grateful for even in difficult situations. I know um, I may have mentioned this to you all already, but I applied for a job only because I was frustrated at my current job and I had to really get myself together because I knew God wasn't number one. My season wasn't up and there are many, many, many more people I was assigned to. And my coworker told me just this week, that um, he said Miss Lisa you can't go yet because your assignment is not up and so here's this young millennial 26 millennial telling me you can't leave because your assignment is not up yet and um, so I accepted I I was like you're absolutely right but I had to realize that this place that I am in right now I am thankful for I am even thankful for what I went through Three months ago, my supervisor and I had a a conversation. She was like, you were just tired of me getting on you. I said, yeah, but when you've been kicked so so many times, you begin to question yourself whether you really know what you're doing. Because people are always, well, I won't say people, but in your case, it may be people. But someone is always hammering down on you. So you kind of do question whether you know what you're doing. But we have to be confident in what we know. You can't take away what I know you just you can't do that can't take away what i know number four resist self-sabotage and what is the root of self-sabotage it's called control yep it's called control (laughs) we have a controlling spirit we want to control how the outcome is we want to control how it starts how it operates and how it finishes Um, When we're trapped in the world of victimhood, we tend to be more aware of how vulnerable we are. Truly, Um, when you find yourself being vulnerable, it makes you stop because you don't want to be vulnerable because vulnerability means you don't have control of the outcome. That's what happens Um, in first Peter four and ten. It says as each has received the gift. No, that's not. No, Joshua, Joshua one and nine. Have I not commanded you? This is Joshua one and nine. Have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed for the Lord. Your God is with you wherever you go. So you don't have to be in control of situations knowing that God is there. He's directing you. He's ordering your steps. He's telling you where to turn, turn left, right, go straight, stop, yield, Move slowly, you know, shall we pursue? Yes, no, stop, go. <laughs> it's just that easy. But when the enemy, the inner me, enemy, me is speaking to you, we have to realize it's him. That's not God saying doing that. You got to relieve control, let go. You can't get God into your life and into your situations if you're not releasing it that's what submission is submission is releasing control how do i submit how do i allow god to do it faith it takes faith controllers don't have faith you want to control the outcome because you only have faith in yourself and your abilities But we can't live this life without having faith in God and faith in others. You can't do that. And that's what the victim does. You want to take control of the situation. So when you find a person that wants to be in control all the time, they are walking in fear. And a lot of times. When people have to be in control there is some insecurities there there is some inferiority there there is a lack of belief in themselves. When you have to control the entire situation mm not good you gotta la- you have to release it and submit to others you just do We cannot live in this world and not depend on other people and have faith. And that's when you're talking about marriage and submission. I submit my will to your will, believing that you have my best interest at heart. You have the situation's best interest at heart and you have our family's best interest at heart. Number five, perform acts of kindness to others. And guys, I I believe this when you're in pain, the best way to get out of pain is to serve. The best way to get out of pain is to serve. Doing kind acts for others, even simple acts, helps us get outside of our own head and outside of our own way. When you're feeling like a victim, you're likely hyper focused on yourself, your feelings, your concerns, your powerlessness, your situation. You're not even thinking about somebody else may need you. I always say this. Get yourself together because you are assigned to someone. Someone needs you. Someone needs your story. Someone needs your smile. So don't walk around being bound and making yourself feel like you're not worthy. Don't do that. 1 Peter 4 and 10. As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's grace of God's God has given us all grace and we all have gifts someone needs your gift I know my sister Dawn has the gift of serving senior citizens she loves geriat, bar, um, geriatric care that's senior care Medical is called geriatric care. She loves it. She, she takes joy in serving the, those that have Alzheimer's and dementia, those that can't do for themselves. She takes joy in that. That is not my ministry. I, I, I don't really take joy in caring for that, but that's her gift. That is not, we all have different gifts and some of us have three or four gifts. Whatever that gift is and you're in pain, go serve, serve someone, go visit someone in the hospital, fix some soup to someone that's sick, you know, write a card, go and just show some love to someone, get out of your own head, get out of your own pain by serving others. When you help another person or do a random act of kindness, you're empowering yourself, but not in a manipulative way or a controlling way. Your power to positively impact someone will help you realize that you can also positively influence your own life. When I was in my, um, I call it my three-year wilderness experience. I served the children at my church. I mean, I served those babies. I call it that's when baby's kids came out. I I served those baby kids, man, for three years, and um, I found love and joy in working with the youth, and that I mean, helped me prepare. For my son Maximilian who was a baby at the time. And I just thank God for that experience. Being able to show love in the midst of pain. Because at that time I was playing the victim. He did this to me. He did this to me. He wouldn't let me do this. He wouldn't let me do that. But Lisa played a big part in all of that. Of what he wouldn't let me do. Um, But God brought me through. And I thank God for that. And he will bring you through as well. And as we wrap up, I'm going to go over our five points again. Overcoming the victim mentality. Number one, stop blaming others. Proverbs 28 and 31 and Galatians 6 and 5. Number two, be compassionate to yourself. Matthew 22 and 39. That's Proverbs 28 and 13. I'm sorry. Proverbs 28 and 13. Number two, be compassionate to yourself. Matthew 22 and 39. Number three is practice gratitude. First Thessalonians 5 and 8. You are worthy of love. You are valued. You are important. Resist self sabotage. Number four, resist self sabotage. And that is Joshua 5 and 18. Don't allow the enemy to tell you that um, that you're not worthy. Resist him. Flee. Flee from the very appearance of evil. And God will take care of you every situation that you're in. Learn to be content in that. Number five. Um, number five is serve others. Perform acts of kindness. 1 Peter 4 and 10. Use the gifts that God has given you to serve others. Remember, guys, we are here to serve just like Jesus did. He said, if you want to be great, be the least by serving. Become a servant today. In all things, remember, we are doing it as unto God, not as unto man, but as unto God. I pray this was helpful to you again next week. I'll give you the other five. We have 10. I will share the other five next week. Meditate on these this week. Don't allow yourself to uh, play the victim. Remember, you have a responsibility. You, You played a part in whatever is happening in your life. The experiences that you're having, you played a part in those experiences. No one put a gun to your head and made you do something. You're playing Russian roulette with your own life when you make destructive decisions and remain in destructive situations. Shall we pray? Lord, we thank you for this day, God. We just honor your name once again. We just praise you for being our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank you for this lesson of understanding of how valuable we are. How valuable we are to the kingdom. How valuable we are to you. Lord, if we all decided we wanted to give up, who would hear the word of God? That's because we are here to carry out your mission Spread your word of love, joy and peace to the world. Now we ask that you give us the strength that we need to go forth in this week to walk in our true authentic selves and to not be afraid to share our stories with others. To not be afraid to share your love and the testimonies of how you brought us out of being victims. We ask that you be with the sick and the shut in. Cover them with your love. Those that have lost all hope, let them know that the joy of your peace is there for them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now go and finish and make it a wonderful week. Enjoy your family and your friends. Enjoy life. So much more is ahead for you. Remember to smile, show up, succeed every day. And a centered soul is a centered mind. Be blessed. thank you for listening to the finding peace within podcast with lisa l dalton you can find me on instagram at lisa wilson dalton you can follow me on facebook at lisa wilson dalton and follow me on twitter at i am lisa l dalton i even have a website findingpeacewithin.org where you can read some of my blogs you can find the books that I've written and even some of the workout videos that I've created until next time remember to find peace within a centered soul is a centered mind